host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. Welcome to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. Today we are talking all things habits and routine because creating a routine can help you be more effective and productive in your day-to-day life. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a habit. And that is a quote um, allegedly said by Aristotle, but that is not the case as I Apparently it's unknown. Yeah. I think they said someone eventually, but (laughs) oh well. Someone said it once before. And that's what we want to talk about because I think it's so important if we want to be high performers and um, successful people. We have goals that we want to achieve. A lot of you listen to this podcast because you um, have a goal in mind or a place you want to get to and habits and routines are something that will help you get to that point. Yeah, and not only if you want to be a high performer, but if you just want to be sometimes a functioning human being like (laughs) me at this moment, uh, routines can be really, really helpful. So yeah, even just the day-to-day things. Um, I think it makes it more like we're saying like predictable, gives you a sense of control. There's like an understanding of what things are going to occur at certain times. Yeah. Um, And that helps you... I think even like we're talking about doing a nighttime routine or a wake up routine that helps you like get set up for the day or kind of like wind down for the evening too, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the day, like in the, in the in-between is very unpredictable. Like for some of us, yes, you may go to work at a certain time, you may do this, but you can't predict like, you know, what happens on your way to work in traffic or if you're mm. out at a restaurant or any, like just the little things where there is that unpredictability and there's the things that get thrown at us that we have to learn how to handle. I think that having a good solid routine to start and end your day can be really crucial in helping you emotionally and mentally navigate those things yeah it's really grounding and I know for myself right now um over the last few days I've been experiencing a lot of um rising anxiety and for me creating a routine and it doesn't always look exactly exactly the same like things aren't always done in the exact same order but at least knowing like at the end of my day I'm gonna have some tea I'm probably gonna have a bath I'm gonna write in my journal a little bit I'm gonna listen to some music or a podcast and I'm gonna make the kids lunch and then I'm gonna go to bed like just kind of having that grounding thing and same thing when I start my day sometimes it's a little bit different but sometimes it looks like getting up and stretching sometimes it's getting up and making a coffee right away and just listening to some music um but just I've been trying especially to even to be waking up at a certain time every day just so that I know I have x amount of time to do what I need to do to start my day off in a way that I feel good about. Yeah, isn't there a book on that, like the 5 a.m. club or something? Yeah, everybody actually, when I was trying to get in the habit of waking up earlier, people were recommending that book to me. It's either the 5 a.m. club and then the Miracle Morning is another one that was recommended. We can tag those in the show notes, you guys. But Mm -hmm. I have yet to read either of them because I'm on some juicy books right now. But um, I used to, like... People would be like, wake up at 5.30 or 5 o'clock. You'll be so much more productive. And I'm like, that's not for me. I'm going to be cranky, not not down for it. Mm. And I've been able to successfully get up at 6 o'clock every morning versus like 6.30. So that's a big thing for me, that extra half an hour. And now, even after like the Christmas madness and everything, and I can kind of create a routine again for myself, I'm going to try and get up a little bit earlier than that even because – just that little bit of time to be like, okay, I have this time to myself. I can do what it is that I want to do. It helps. It just, it also helps me look forward to my morning when I am going to bed at night too. Mm. Yeah. I don't really have, um, 
I guess I, in some senses I have like a routine, like how the kids get up, what we do, what order, depending on the day. But, um, I find like when I have that time where I, if I get up and I notice the kids aren't awake, but it's like past six, I'm like, okay, I'll get up. And like, I go and I make a coffee and I just like have a sip and it's like still peace in the house Mm -hmm. and there's like no, no movement. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the best. Like it definitely just has this like really, it's this like feeling of like, just like a good feeling. It gives it's calming. Yeah, very calming and it kind of just like gives you the time so you're not waking up grumpy. You're not like putting that on your kids because I think they're like sponges, right? They absorb everything we do. So if we wake up and we're grumpy or we're snappy because we haven't had a minute to mm-hmm. ourselves, they kind of like, it kind of like reflects in them and it mirrors onto them. And I think that's important because we want to make sure they're set up for their day right too yeah. and leading that um, and keeping it consistent for them, right? Like that's why so many times we talk when we're looking at kids, like it's, consistency is key for them the same bedtime the same you know morning routine right when they go for naps like all those things are so important because it makes it predictable Mm -hmm. they want structure they want those things and the same goes for us like just you know we're creatures of habit yes and i find a lot of times we get ourselves out of that routine because we're we're like we gotta do this we gotta do that we gotta do this and as we see with our kids like it doesn't have to be exactly seven but around like my i say seven because my kids go to bed at seven but around seven right like mm-hmm. so maybe you adjust accordingly like you're saying right so maybe it's 6 45 maybe it's 7 15 you know maybe one night you stay out late it doesn't have to always be the exact same but like you said setting it up in more of a consistent basis so that you ha- it's you're it's almost like dependable yeah like you know what i mean it's like you know that person like always that dependable person you know it's always going to be there ready for you it's gonna be the same thing yeah routine and you know consistency really can be like consistency and um routine can really be therapeutic because like you said it's that thing that you can lean on and i think like so this was something i noticed in myself even before i started waking up early is that i would wake up at the last minute that i really had to because i would like cherish my sleep but then i would rush through my morning and then i wondered why my whole day my mind was racing and i was frazzled and i was cranky it's because i started my day off like that because mm-hmm. I started off my day like, chop, chop, everybody's got to get out of bed. We have X amount of time to do this. We have X amount of time to do that. we got to be out by this time. I'm flustering my kids. I'm flustering myself. And then the whole day I'm like running around with fumes coming out of my ears. And I wonder why. But it's because that's the first 30 minutes of my day were in that state. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel your kids are like that too, though, when you yeah. are like that? Yeah. Like they get snappy or they get like frustrated or yeah. worked up. Well, and now what I've been doing, like, I find this has been a really great change is I wake up the 30 minutes earlier, like I was saying, and I wake up, I go in and do my stretching, I throw on music or a podcast or whatever it is, make my coffee, and then I go and I tap Avery on, like, the shoulder, and I tell her it's time to wake up, it's time to get going, about 15 to 20 minutes before I actually would want her out of bed. Mm, So it allows her that time to, like, ease into things. Sometimes she'll ask me to cuddle her or to, like, rub her back or to pick her up and wrap her in a blanket and I have the time now to do that because I've given us that extra time and I've given myself 15 minutes to like wake myself up and that has made all the difference in our mornings we actually get out of the house like earlier than we did before when I let them sleep in more thinking oh okay they'll be more awake when I wake them up but really they're just frazzled they're stressed because I'm like now we have to get out of bed like it's, yeah. it's a must yeah whereas now I wake her up she needs five more minutes. She can have five more minutes. We can ease into it. And her whole mood in the morning has changed. She's more productive when she gets up finally. And the same is for adults. But I noticed too with the kids, like they're in a stage of their, like they're learning, right? Yeah. And if we don't, you know, give them that time, like they're slow because they're like seeing everything from a different perspective and they're like 
wow, like, well, I want to just play for a couple minutes and do this. And I want to put on my own uh, seatbelt and clip myself in. And I find a lot of times like she gets so, I, I get worked up because I'm like, we're late. We got to do it. I'm like, let me just do it. And, she's, and then it's like a huge debacle because she wants to just do it. She wants to learn and practice and because that's where she's at, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we're just so rushed that we're just going through the motions and we're not giving them that chance. And we just like, like I said, having that extra time to slow down and then yeah. they can have the time to do that and they can practice or they can learn that skill. And the funny thing is, is when, like you said, you get the, you think it's going to be quicker and it'll be just easier if you do it. But in reality, it actually is just more time and effort than it would have been if you just let them do it themselves and then they feel proud. Right. And mm-hmm. then they're like, like happy about it. And it such sets a whole, um, difference in mood too. So I definitely think it's so important to just have, um, to start scheduling or making routines or making a priority, like figure out what makes you feel good and what brings you joy and what you'd want to see change mm-hmm. and getting that into your routine to set yourself up for the day or prepare yourself for, for bed or something in the middle of the day. If that's like, if you think like halfway through the day, you get really tired and you know, like going to the gym would be something that would reinvigorate you and you know, you whatever, like that's what that looks like for you. You want to move your body and that's when you want to do it. Then that then set that up right like get that consistent routine going I think that creating habits too is um you need awareness to be able to do that to kind of be aware of the areas that need that structure or that improvement and like when you're talking about the kids it made me just it popped up a thought of um just like routines and entrepreneurship kind of going on about um shiny object syndrome so Mm. for the kids like it's so easily distracted and then same thing, like if you're an entrepreneur or business owner, this is something I've noticed in myself in the last year of trying to grow a business is that I have shiny object syndrome and I also have certain things that distract me, um, whether it's in home or whatever. And I actually created a little mini course about this called Own How You Operate where you essentially are going to become aware of the strengths that you have, number one, because we want to focus on how we can optimize those strengths, but two, also understanding what is holding you back and then being able to create a healthy change, a healthy routine around that. So something, for example, for me was I knew that I would not get a lot of work done if I was at home and my house needed to be cleaned. So Mm. when my house is not up to like par for me, I know that means it's probably a day where I need to pack up my laptop and go somewhere else and get my work done. And that's just like creating a little shift, a little habit or a little new routine to help myself navigate through the areas of my life that need a little bit of work. Mm. So just the similarities that you're kind of talking about with kids, I feel like it can apply. And as a business owner or an entrepreneur, you're in charge of your schedule. So you really need to learn how to have a routine and how to create those habits because there's nobody else that you have to answer to aside from yourself. Mm -hmm. No one's going to give you your schedule for you. No one's going to tell you what's on the agenda today. You have to be able to have the, um, I guess like the willpower or the discipline to do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. The discipline for sure. Right? Like, I, I know what you mean too. Like right now in the evenings is when, because the, I have the kids, the kids are at home and Tyler's or typically home or like, um, you know, my, my routine looks different right now. So in the evenings, like I'll, I know right away, like after the kids have gone down, then it's like time I get to work on my own stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I have that set up because as soon as I like get out of routine or I like go sit on the couch first or whatever, then I'm just like Bleh, zombie, but that doesn't, that's not effective. Right. It doesn't help me get to where I want to go mm-hmm. and that's where it takes like the discipline but the hard work too on a daily basis it's going to be continuously something I have to do each day it's not just going to be um 
a routine because I've done it for so many days in a row. And I think that's one of the things um, we were kind of chatting about is the 21 day um, kind of like creates a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Brendan Bouchard, who has um, the, uh, what is his book called? Habits. Highly yeah. effective. Highly, yeah, just something habits of highly effective people. Um, yes. 10 daily habits or 11 something habits. high performance habits there we go yeah sorry you guys how extraordinary people become that way brendan bouchard i just butchered his so title. <laughs> sorry uh, brendan yeah anyways he also does a podcast really good to listen to but basically um this along with other people have said that you know habits are never going to become automatic basically like the 21 days is a myth um, and we were kind of talking about this, like it definitely, 21 days allows you for you to get kind of like fight, get past the point of like what they, you know, um, other people have called it like the fight through. Right. So we were talking about this, like at the beginning, you know, let's say you go and you listen to a podcast and you get inspired or whatever. And you have this little, like, you know, sometimes people call it like the honeymoon phase. It's like, you're really, really motivated to start doing the things you want to do. You're going to have that like three days or a week or whatever, where you're like, yes, like this is what I want to do. I'm going for it. I'm going to do it. And it's easy because your motivation is there. Yeah. And then you get to this point where it's like inspiration fades, like reality sets in, you now become like tired or other things have taken over. And I find like, that's where we talk about, this is like the battle through like to the 21 days, right? We get to that point where, you know, um, you have to fight to kind of keep on track. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then after that, it be, kind of becomes like a second nature. So it still con- takes consistent daily, um, you know, like daily action, but you kind of like get what they call like, you know, getting into the groove, right? You kind of have, it's easier to go. It's, um, it's flowing. Yeah. Less like you're less likely to make excuses for it because you've already gotten past that point. But I think it's, um, also at the same time, um, it's super, you can still quickly get out of that too, right? Like you can go for, do something for, I think Barnum Shards, like you can go to the gym for six months and on the seventh month, like just stop going because you, you need to have like a deliberate habit. You need to make it deliberate. You need to keep pushing for it daily and setting that goal for yourself. So you're like, mm-hmm. you, you're going to the gym and when you have, like you said, a specific time that you do something at, it makes it easier to like achieve that goal. Yeah, it's almost like, I can't remember who said this. I'm sure people say this all the time. But the things that get scheduled are the things that get done. Mm. So, like, if these are things that you know you need to do, for example, for me, if I write that I'm going to go to the gym, if I write that I'm going to work out on my, like, to-do list for the day or on my calendar, like, the time slot, and I put it there, I am so much more likely actually to do it so of course I want to be in a habit for myself one of my personal goals for my fitness is to be like pretty vigorously active four to five days out of the week obviously with moving every day it's encouraged but four to five days where I actually want to like be getting my heart rate up right like Mm -hmm. I actually want to be working out so I write I pick four to five days on my calendar like these are the days where I'm going to do at least you know 60 minutes of of high intensity activity and I put in the time where I know I'm actually available to do that even though I know in my mind like this is what I want to accomplish I still write it out because if I don't write it out then sometimes just like oh whatever like it's not that much of a priority or sometimes I'll make it through my day and I will like look at my calendar I'm like oh my god I was supposed to I was scheduled to work out today and instead I sat on my ass and watched 
you know, the good place or whatever. Like, so I just find that if we, if we can schedule those things and make a consistent habit of doing them, but also not getting complacent in the fact that we think that it should just be ingrained. Like mm. it's, it's still not really automatic. Important. Yeah. yeah. It's still really important to have your to-do list or to have it written out for yourself because the things that you write down, the things that you're looking at and that you're seeing consistently are more likely to be the things that you actually accomplish. Totally. And that's what one of the things Brenda Machard was saying too, is like, um, the only habits that are going to be automatic are the ones that are like, they, he calls it like the homeostasis habits, like the things that are easy mm-hmm. and that are comfortable. So it's like drinking, right. Or like you making know, a coffee, making a co- or watching TV. Like those habits will always be automatic because that's what we find the easy like route right mm-hmm. and um habits there's good habits and there's bad habits right and it's taking notice of what you're doing and where your habits lie and kind of like altering those to best suit where you, where you are but where you want to be and I think it's important um to look ahead and have that goal setting which we will talk about in another episode coming up um you know when uh, people start jumping into new year's resolutions but um, so many habits can exist without effort because they become easy and mm-hmm. we just need to make sure that we're putting the effort into our good habits and not just lackadaisy going into the bad habits and it's really taking that time to be intentional about those things to get to the place where you want to be I mean it, it isn't easy but when we think about like that whole 21 day myth I know one of the things I was talking about is like um, you know with competing like I well I dieted for three months so if it like 21 days makes a habit then I should be just completely stuck on like being able to eat that way and work out like that but that's Mm -hmm. not the case because as soon as there's no motivation or um will to want to be at that point continuously like we said like the habit can just like fall off track there's you know it may have been easier to do it further on but when the intention isn't there we're not deliberate about it then it kind of like we fall off track and it is no longer I think it's it's so much easier to like push yourself to be focused on creating a habit when there's like an end goal or like a prize or like a gold star at the end of that, right? Mm, so yes. whether like like for you competing, so okay, I need to do this consistently and I need to do this for three months or same thing like in your business, I need to do this consistently to get to this point in my business and then that's it. But once you've reached that, what we need to do is you need to shift it into another, like we always need to be um, changing our not end goal but the next goal and the next goal but there are so many habits that we really need to evaluate whether they're good or they're bad on removing or adding into our lives that don't necessarily have an a big shiny end goal Mm, so like yes for someone for example like if you know you need to drink more water I mean that's because you need to be a functioning healthy human being like we need to drink x amount of water every single day but drinking that amount of water every single day doesn't necessarily have like a gold star or a big shiny trophy at the end of it it's just something that we know we should be doing or we know we should be um moving for 30 minutes a day but we maybe with your lifestyle that's something that you have to be more intentional about and it may not be that you have a a goal of losing x amount of weight or reaching this size or whatever it is for yourself but you just know it's something that you should be doing Mm -hmm. and there's all these little things like even like quitting smoking, for example, like I feel like quitting a, a bad habit is so much harder than adding a good one in. Yeah. Um, but like look at quitting smoking, for example, like you can tell someone if you quit smoking, you'll add this many years to their life. Like, sure, that sounds great all in all. But at the end of that, what do they get? They had to give something up. And what are they 
it's not a tangible thing like mm. even though, you know so I think that totally and I think that those are at times those are things that kind of like disrupt that habit right yeah there's those things like um or we allow negative results right so sometimes we're just like well it's not working there's nothing I can do like not going to continue on with this because you don't have that shining gold star we don't see the end result or a lot of times we end up like well I want to lose 50 pounds but I've only lost five like this is going too slow this is not where I thought I would be at this point um and maybe because your goal wasn't realistic maybe there's some other things going on whatever the case is but we just end up giving up because we're not where we thought we would be at this point um I think that's the same a lot of time for like when you're an entrepreneur when you're running your business if you don't think you're where you should be at a lot of times that leads you to like you know there's so many times like as an entrepreneur like you want to quit and you keep pushing forward but those are the times when to become successful at it like it's the pushing forward in those moments because the people who um failed at being an entrepreneur are the ones who stopped mm-hmm. right at that point instead of pushing on just continuing with those habits even when you don't necessarily see the needle moving yet yes and that's with everything, like yeah. whether it's with weight loss or whether it's with getting healthier, whether mm-hmm. it's with making, you know, strides in your business or becoming a more patient parent or a more um, present spouse, like whatever it is. Sometimes, you know, we don't feel like we're getting that instant gratification, but what we're not, what we're missing is that all of these things and efforts, they're compounding and over X amount of time, like they make a massive difference. Um, one of the books actually that I read, The Compound Effect, I think I mentioned it in another episode before, but that book actually changed my perspective completely about the power of just a, the smallest, smallest change mm-hmm. that we make in our life, the the effects that it has long term. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we overlook the small changes, like giving up one can of Pepsi a day or, you know, not having a bedtime or cutting your bedtime snack in half or waking up half an hour earlier to get 30 minutes of work done like whatever the heck the small thing is it adds up over time and it can make a massive massive difference in where you are in your life at that time Mm -hmm. totally and I think it's important to recognize too like even if we do have something that's a habit or um we have a routine set things can disrupt it like I know with like the holidays coming up so we have Christmas or you go on a vacation or it's the weekend that's a big one for people Mm -hmm. um because they'll do something Monday to Friday and then Saturday Sunday they just like you know fall off the wagon so to speak or you know getting sick like those are a lot of things you know you this things occur and you just got to make sure you reset yourself back on the track that you want to be on and remind yourself of the goal you have and where you want to be um and why you're doing that habit or why you're following through in this routine and I think that's so important but also think it's good to note that this is the same for everybody right like so if you know you fall off 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 the wagon on the weekend or you kind of splurge on the holidays or you don't work out as much because you're relaxing a bit more like that's okay Mm -hmm. but you just got to get back on the horse and restart and um recreate that routine and go you're gonna have to go back through the fight throughs and you're gonna have to reset to get everything to back to where it was consistently Mm -hmm. um but if that's a priority for you then you can definitely make that happen because you've been there before you know you can get back to where you were yeah absolutely and I think in myself I don't know if any of you guys listening experience this but I used to be the Monday to Friday like person Mm. I could slay my routine Monday to Friday but then on the weekend like I just fell off the wagon so I've even noticed when that happens, I feel it physically and I feel it mentally. When I'm not doing my routine, I feel off. So even on the weekends, 
like some people are like, oh, it's the weekend. Like I want to sleep in until eight or nine. That's sleeping in for me. I don't know. That's sleeping yeah. in for some Everyone's people. Everyone's like, uh. uh. That's really early. No, that's sleeping in for me because my kids are normally up at six thirty, seven o'clock. But if I do that, I wake up at eight or eight o'clock. Let's say that they've slept in or they're away with their grandparents and I sleep in till eight or nine o'clock. I wake up feeling off. I feel groggy. I, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like something's wrong. Like I, I feel like this, like almost like a mental hangover of like, I know I could have done X, Y, and Z already at this point, And I feel behind and mm-hmm. I feel unmotivated now because I feel like I've wasted my time. Like I just have this weird fog over me when I get too much from out of routine. Like I could, you know, sleep in an extra half an hour and like be okay. But if I sleep in two hours more than I normally would, or even an hour more than I normally would during my weekday, I feel off. Or if I, um, if I change like our workout schedule or something like that, like during the week, you know, sometimes we'll work out earlier and then on the weekends it's like, okay, like we have, you know, later into the evening to go to the gym or whatever the case is. I feel off when I'm at the gym. I'm like, my workout's not the same. My body feels weird. Like everything feels weird. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, like for some people it might be an eating thing. It might be a drinking thing. It might be that, you know, during the week, you know, you're really healthy and you're drinking tea and you're doing your thing and you're in bed early and then suddenly on the weekend you're out and you're partying and you're drinking and you're eating crap and like you literally have a hangover. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you feel crappy and then by that Sunday night you're like, oh, I have to start over. But you can, you absolutely can. But I think that an important thing to remember too is that if you can still stay, keep those habits going through the weekend or through even maybe even a smaller scale way. So like during Christmas, for example, you know, if you have a morning routine and you're traveling with family, like try and find 10 minutes out of your day to still like do those important things that make you feel good, that start your day off right. Um, In spite of being out of your element or out of routine, you can still find the little times and little pockets of the day to do things even on a small scale, just to kind of like keep yourself feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And one of the, um, I guess, not one, it'd be two of the things, two questions you can ask yourself um, when you're struggling with, you know, getting to that point or like reaching that goal or doing that habit is like, how will I feel if I do this? Mm-hmm. And how will I feel if I don't do this? So, I think that's really important because you're going to, what they say is like, you're bringing the emotion into the equation, right? We're, we're adding, um, in that emotion and allowing ourselves to feel through that. So what it would feel to like win mm-hmm. and to like get that workout in or, you know, um, wake up that little bit early. Cause you're going to remind yourself like how your body feels, like you said, right? Like, yeah. you know, and what that, and then also the se- other half of the question or the second question is kind of like kind of reminds yourself like what it would feel like if you're going to be losing that battle right so that you're gonna not feel set up for the day that you're gonna feel rushed that your kids are going to be grumpy all those sorts of things and it's important when you're going through that that's a really good way to remind yourself of why you're doing this and how you're going to feel um once it's completed Mm because when a lot of times when we do it and we're through it and we have that like breath after it's done like after you go and work out in the morning or after you wake up early or after you do your bedtime routine and you're laying there you're just like <sighs> right mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot of times something we forget and it's so important to key that and try and remember that again it yeah that kind of like makes me think of the quote where this is um about working out actually um where it's like you'd never regret a workout or something like that never regret a workout 
I don't even remember. But, like, honestly, you never regret a workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, like, you'd never have – you'd never do the habit that you know you need to do and be, like, damn, I wish I didn't do that. But yes, if yes. you didn't do it halfway through your day or the next day, you could be, like, damn, I wish I did. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's – it also reminds me of, like, the intuitive eating that I've been trying to practice. Um, that when I'm eating food or when I'm I'm thinking about food, I ask myself, like – is this food going to make me feel good or is this food going to make me feel bad? Mm-hmm. So same thing with your habit is, is waking up now going to make me feel better or is it going to make me like not feel good? Like, of course, getting out of bed early is like tough and it's physically challenging. But once you've actually gotten out of bed and done things and accomplished things earlier than you normally would have, it does feel really satisfying. Mm-hmm. It feels good. You feel successful. Like I just feel empowered for the rest of my day. So that's something to think about like yeah totally that and another one is life projection too right so um in great deal like how your life will be in like three years or five years and where you want to be and mm. how doing that like completing your habit now will get you to that point like one of the episodes we talked about um kind of towards like earlier towards when we started um the podcast was about how like adding up the little minutes right and ha- finding that motivation um is really important and sometimes taking that 30 minutes and you're like, oh, that's not a lot. And it's only 30 minutes, whatever. Like, I'll just sleep through and I'll, so maybe I'll get some extra rest. I'm really tired or whatever. But when we wake up early and we know what's like, well, that's 30 minutes to read this book. And I want to develop this skill set because I want to be a more effective speaker. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read this book or read a book or watch this po- podcast or watch this YouTube video or like whatever that looks like for you based on your habit um, or your goal. Sorry and your habit looks like for your goal um to get to that point and those 30 minutes are going to add up and if you that's where you see yourself in three years or five years and you you know this is what it's going to take to get there Mm -hmm. then you need to remind yourself like this is where you want to be so maybe that's creating a vision board or having those things to help you remember why um you're going through this routine and creating these habits yeah putting them in place as rituals too yeah just think about it like if one of your goals for example or one of the the habits you're trying to create is to exercise for 30 minutes a day look at it on a monthly basis like where do you want to be six months from now if you had 30 minutes of movement every single day how many hours would that add up to over the six month period and once you see that number how accomplishing would that feel Mm -hmm. or how many pages could you read or um whatever it i don't know how many glasses of water i'm coming back to glasses of water but it's oh, totally so of water i know i am too i really need to make a better habit of that i used to have a really great water bottle actually and i just bought it from the dollar store and it was like one of those like um jug ones it was a 1.2 liter or 2.1 liter something like that with a little handle and i just sipped on it all day and because it was from the dollar store it's super cheap but rick put it in the dishwasher one day and it came out literally looking like a shrinky dink like the water bottle was so small i just need to buy a new one but yeah, I think if you can look, one of the quotes too, actually, that I don't think that this is a quote. I think I just thought of this. Did you make it up? I don't know <laughs> if I made it up or if I heard, like, you know, when you think you made something up, you're like, damn, like, that was good. I don't know if I heard it previously, but um, thinking about, like, five years from now, if you didn't make any changes, where would you be five years from now? Mm-hmm. And if you just made a few small changes, where could you be? Yeah. That's a big question that has, like, constantly been going in my mind. I don't have to change everything about me. I don't have to have like this all-star lineup of routines every single day. But if I can just consciously change or shift things a little bit at a time 
and replace a bad habit with a good one here and there over the span of the next five years, I could be in a completely different place, and so could you. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of being aware of that. She's saying I'm in a bad place. No. Just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, everybody, I'm just our listeners. <laughs> but I mean, if we're looking at it in a long-term thing, right? Like, yeah. if, you, if I made the decision to wake up 30 minutes earlier in the morning listen to some content that actually brings me some educational information that helps me grow my business or helps me grow my skills as a parent or as a spouse or whatever or I read or I moved my body or I I don't smoke but if I quit smoking like where could you be in five years from now and Mm -hmm. how could things look different for you absolutely I completely agree um and that's so important I think to keep and remind yourself and to find those ways to remind yourself of that each and every day and why you're doing that goal and why you're setting out for that is it you know um a lot of times I think it's super important to find motivation in ourselves yeah we can also find the motivation in other people so maybe that looks like you want to move your body because you want to be able to keep up with your kids or you want to um be able to go for walks with your husband or have that you know build that time to connect together right Mm -hmm. and um, like you said, it, it may not feel like it's adding up to anything, especially if we don't see massive changes right away. Yeah. Um, but just keep having that goal and looking forward of where you could be if you kept up with his intentions. And again, it, it, there's going to be points where you're going to kind of want to say like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And like, this isn't worth it. I'm not seeing any results. Um, and it's just having that conversation with yourself and those asking yourself those questions that we talked about um, and reminding yourself of why you're in this and where you want to be and getting yourself back on track and knowing that it's okay if you fall off, but just mm-hmm. continue to get back on and move forward because um, that's normal for everyone, depending on, like we said, like if you're going through what season you're going through or where you're at or things that come up, um, there'll always be those things. And the, the thing I think that's important to remember is that for people who are highly successful or who have um, great success in implementing those habits, they are people who spend their time being deliberate and being consistent and having that commitment, mm-hmm. right? They're learning to develop those good habits that they don't just come overnight. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, something to kind of take away from today's episode too, and maybe just some um, a little exercise to do, this is something that I've personally been doing that I think has been really helpful um something that you can maybe do is grab a journal blank piece of paper whatever works for you and um think of the the most important areas of your life so like your personal your relationships your career your health um what those look like and maybe pick a goal or a focus in each of those areas that you want to work to improve and then make a little list of small changes that you could do to reach that goal and just start implementing one at a time Mm -hmm. one at a time and you don't have to focus on one area all or all the areas all at once but for me for example my health and my business are two that I'm focused, choosing to focus on right now. And my health all kind of intertwines with my family and all that stuff because everything all weaves together eventually. Woven? Woven. <laughs> we didn't figure out what's... It's weave. It was right. I just weaved. Buggy. Everything weaves together. Weaves, yeah. Uh, at some point or another. But if you can find those like pillars in your life that you want to make a change in and you can make a list of just like little shifts that you could make and just focus on one step after the other just one foot in front of the other every single day with these little changes um it all becomes a little bit easier like having kind of those micro goals micro and macro like focuses um yeah you could break that down completely like pillar relationship 
where maybe maybe you're not in a relationship maybe you are in a relationship and you want to get to the point where you're engaged or you know you're married and you want to reinvigorate your marriage right there's so many things and you take that right and then you're going to break that down like you're saying and And then you have a why behind it too absolutely and maybe that looks like um etching out five minutes of time to start with right like I want to start with five minutes of time with my spouse um while we're we're, we have no electronics Mm -hmm. and maybe that looks like making sure you're happy when you greet your spouse when they come home from work or me and then maybe that looks like right and then you could just pick one of those to start with like you said yeah so whatever or you know switch it up every day or and just try and go that way there's so many different options I think to reach those goals Mm -hmm. but you do you girl whoa oh no we're dropping things and uh with the new year coming, I think it's just, uh, we like to focus on these little things because we know those are always on people's minds. Yeah. Um, and next com- week we'll talk a little bit more too about, about resolutions and our mm-hmm. stance on them and, you know, what we think maybe will help you guys get going on the goals that you have. Absolutely. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes. We love hearing from you, so let us know what you thought of this episode. And if there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions you want answered, send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes. Remember to tell your friends about the show and don't forget, girls got goals.